Welcome back to Narcissism Defined this week. We're going through the nine diagnostic traits and characteristics of narcissistic personality disorder. So we just went through an overview earlier today, going over some of the myths, some of the ideas, some of the concepts about narcissistic personality disorder, how it can be multiply diagnosed with other things, and you can check that out this morning. We're going to be diving into today the rest of number one, which is going to be the grandiose sense of self. Narcissists oftentimes have this view of being so great, right? Well, that's what we're going to dive into today. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to help provide awareness of narcissistic abuse and help liberate and free people from the abuse that they're in. So if you're in a place where you're struggling in the relationship where you feel crazy, if you feel like you, everything you do is not good enough, if it feels like he's constantly belittling you in the job, the work that you do, oftentimes you're going to see this aspect of narcissistic personality disorder possibly being there. But if you're not sure, stick around because this week we're going through the nine diagnostic traits as per the DSM-5 what psychologists use to be able to diagnose someone if they actually have the disorder or not. So just as a reminder, these nine traits, you're looking at at least nine to be able to have in the, in the relationship, nine that are going to be made up of this person that you need at least five to be considered diagnosable. Are we diagnosing? Are we saying for you to diagnose? No, not at all. So don't get uptight about that. But we're just diving in saying, hey, let's take a look and see if this duck looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, poops like a duck, and swims like a duck. And if it does, it might be a duck. So diving in, the number one, let's read it off the DSM-5 so we can get a grounding, okay? Number one, it has a grandiose sense of self-importance. Example is exaggerates achievements and talents, expects to be recognized as superior without commensurate achievements, okay? So we know narcissists have this aspect of like, oh, they're so amazing. They have this, this big ego, all this kind of stuff. This is where some of it comes from. The grandiose sense of self-importance. And oftentimes this is thinking like, hey, I am so important. I am so amazing. Okay. Now it's not always just like, Hey, I, I feel amazing. I look amazing, all this kind of stuff, but that's part of it. But it's this idea of like, I am so important. And so when you see this happen in real life, oftentimes it's this person that has this huge ego, like a really like big inflation of ego. And you're just like, Oof, like that is huge. Like that's a lot of ego going before. Like you're the only one that's allowed to talk. Everything focuses on you. Like it just seems like everything has to revolve around you. You might've seen this just early on in the relationship where you're trying to sit down and have a conversation and everything still comes back to him and all the conversation still rotates around him. And what you'll learn pretty soon is the ecosystem, the universe of his life, everything needs to rotate around it or They'll typically leave, get upset, push people back into that circle to make sure he's in control. Now, oftentimes, this is just an illusion of superiority. Narcissus does this all the time of having to look and feel and be better than everybody else. Now, this is why a lot of times they'll start to lie, start to lie and start to say things that aren't true. So like when it talks about this, it says exaggerates achievements and talents. Narcissists will make up stories, make up this fictional life, make up this fictional background that's completely not true. I was talking to a client the other day and she didn't realize till the end of the relationship that he lied on his college. He lied about what he actually did in high school. He lied about like where he actually came from. He lied about so many things and she didn't realize it till like towards the end of the relationship. Like I think it was like 20 years later. And so you'll see narcissists that like try to puff up, try to look, try to be a certain way when in reality they're not. 
but they're trying to give you a different image, a different impression of what's actually going on. Like speaking of someone lying or speaking of someone hiding, there is an aspect that one, one person I talked to that she was with this guy for a long period of time and he always compared her to a previous ex. Like talking about like how amazing she was, all the things they did, like always this kind of like grandiose, like look at me kind of a thing. She didn't find out till later when she finally interacted with some of the family that he never even had that ex. Like that ex wasn't even there. Like he fabricated it. He made it up. What you'll see is when you're dealing with narcissists and narcissistic personality disorder, you will see people that make things up, exaggerate, but also just make stuff up to be able to say, look at me, look how amazing I am. Now, you might be in a relationship with a covert narcissist that might be making stuff up in a more subtle way. One that's not like, hey, look at me because I'm so amazing, but hey, look at me because I'm the victim. We had another client that went through this whole situation and she knew of a close friend of hers that went through specific sexual trauma and she knew about it. He'd communicated the story to her like she knew the things that happened. And then later down the road, years later, her husband comes out and says the same exact thing, same story, same place, like everything. Now, she didn't question it and she didn't say anything because she knew that it wasn't true because he hadn't even been at that place. He hadn't even done those things, but he wanted to make himself feel like the victim and look like the victim. So he found other stories that he felt he could correlate with to be able to come across that way. But again, fabricated something, made up something that was completely false, that was completely wrong to be able to be center of attention, to be able to control the narrative and the story, to be able to control her didn't work and she was able to get free, but all of that was a lie and a fabrication. Okay, so you're gonna see this inside of this grandiose sense of self. Let me pump up my image, let me make sure I'm the center of attention, let me make sure I'm the center of the universe. So like, I always thought that I was a perfect person and the world should revolve around me. That was like the thought. Did I actively think that specific thought? No, I didn't have words around it, I just acted like it was. And so there's this aspect where narcissists will just walk through life just being this way of like, hey, I'm the best thing ever. And without something challenging to actually get through, typically nothing's going to actually break it down because the narcissist doesn't view that they're lying to themselves. They're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over. But they have this belief in exceptionalism, like being amazing. So like I would joke around a lot of times of like, it's hard being with a perfect person. Like it's hard being with like such amazing person. Like, and I was legit like joking as far as like to make it sound and land softer. But in my head, I wasn't. In my head, I was like, I'm pretty amazing. So you should be grateful that I even stick around. Okay. But narcissists will step into this as far as like the perfectionism, the idea of like, I'm so amazing. Okay. It doesn't mean that they're chasing after this piece of obsessive compulsive or perfectionism of like, I look so amazing or this all is there, but it's this idea, it's this image, it's the story that you start to believe and they start to sell you over and over that they are so amazing. All right, like we mentioned before, they're going to come through and they're going to exaggerate stuff and sell you stories. Okay, this might be accomplishments, it might be talents that they have. And the, and the thing is, they're expecting the whole achievement, they're expecting the recognition, the admiration for those things that they've done. Now, you're going to get into a relationship sometime where he's going to expect uh, recognition and admiration for like simple stuff. 
It's like I did one tiny thing. I, I took out the trash after you told me like 300 times I took out the trash. Why didn't you praise me? Like, why didn't you like make me feel better about myself? Why didn't you give me all this encouragement? Because I took out the trash. When in reality, like you already asked him to do it and he just hadn't done it. And so a narcissist will oftentimes try to even make the things that you've asked them to do. One, be their idea because they're so great and they're so important. But then two, make sure that they get the praise for it. Okay, you're going to see this with the communal narcissist where they're looking, trying to get the praise and the admiration of other people because of how great they look. They're exaggerating a lot of times the things they do or things that they say, trying to make you feel like and see them in a different light, like they are that great. Okay, the thing you need to understand is a narcissist expects to be superior without there being anything there to support it. So it's like, look at me, I'm amazing. This also derives a lot of times the aspect of like respect. The narcissist is like, look at me, I'm so amazing. You should respect me. You should love me. You should serve me. Then when it comes down to this, the narcissist is like, hey, this is what I want from you. And you're like, you haven't done anything to even show me that you deserve any of that. You have to remember, narcissists already think they deserve everything. This will lead into a piece of the sense of entitlement that we'll talk about here in a little bit of like walking through, hey, why do they actually want this so much? What does it actually look like? Okay, but grandiosity is a core piece of narcissistic personality disorder. Remember, it's going to be shown in multiple ways and different aspects and different types of subcategories of narcissism, but the ego piece is still there that the world revolves around me. That's the thought process that's actually going on. So you need to understand he's going to expect to um, get what he wants, expect to like boast about the stuff that's going on. It might be professional, might be personal, whatever it might be, exaggerating the thing that's going on. And you are expected to constantly acknowledge his superiority, even if your achievements are just as good or better. And this is where you're going to run into an issue is because when you're running your business and he is making less money than you or his image looks less than yours because of the business, the job that you have, he will try to take you down mentally, emotionally, and sexually. Okay, because if he can make you feel less than in all those other areas, his thought process then, well, I will feel better than her. Therefore, I will be better value and I will have more value and image than she will because she won't be making as much money and she won't look as good as the face of the business. Okay, so you need to understand if there's this power dynamic as far as like money wise, narcissist will bring be in competition and will try to pull you down so that he feels better about himself. All of this to help reinforce the grandiose sense of self-view that he has in his life. Okay, if this is helpful, let us know. This is number one out of nine. So we're walking through this all this week. If you haven't had a chance, like, subscribe, send this to someone to help them understand more about narcissistic personality disorder. We'll dive into the next one tomorrow.